Need a new set of optics? For more than a decade, Riton Optics has been providing optic solutions for hunters and shooters of all types and disciplines. Check out their Primal line for those products geared more towards us hunters. From binoculars and spotting scopes to your basic 3-9 to nine scopes and longer range crossover models, the Primal line from Riton was made for hunters. Learn more at RitonOptics.com. That's Riton, R-I-T-O-N, Optics.com. It wasn't a pheasant sandwich. <laughs> yeah, he said, what did he say? <laughs> they he got a like, few birds. They, they, yeah, they he got said birds. it was a huge bust. And I don't think he meant that in a good way. Like, we busted him. I think it meant, like, it didn't Not happen. <laughs> Not as good I was as like, the whole thing. doesn't speak for good. Well, that one morning, it was like 10 or 11, and he's like, property number four. I was like, ooh. That's rough. Honestly, like, you want a pheasant trip, you go to South Dakota. You just, it's three birds a day, I think. It might have changed, but. With you, the gun, you can get some with the truck, though. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you can hunt from the truck, literally. Like, can you, really? you can, like, oh, there's birds. You can get out of the truck and go shoot them because the the ditches are considered public property. So you have a narrow area, strip of <laughs> Even grass. if there's, like, private fields? Yeah. You can shoot them as long as they're in in that ditch. Probably where they're going to be they're, anyway. ditch, they're ditch chickens, right? It's <laughs> the reason they have that name. Dumbass ditch chickens. On the chickens. way home, Ben, Ben a busy. Correction. He's a bust. He's been a busy. I was like, oh, that's too bad. Ben a busy busting them? <laughs> ben, I was like, oh, it's been busy. That sounds great. That's a good thing. And the Ben a bust. Oh, like good. He wasn't, he eating, a, birds? He wasn't eating a bust a nut bar. Jesus. <laughs> oh, good thing we're already live. Is that the yogurt covered ones? <laughs> oh, I mean. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Oh man, we're going to hell. <clears throat> Speak for yourself. Speaking for yourself. I went to church on Sunday. Where, what church are you at on Sunday? All of them. This is the OKest Hunter Podcast. Never pass on shooter bucks. That's just me with a freezer. It's your tag. You hunt how you want. This is OKest Hunter. Hey, welcome to the OKS Hunter Podcast. It's December 13th. Hey, my daughter here, she'd asked Alexa, how many days till Christmas? Mm. Like she does every single morning. And I'd have an answer for you. But nonetheless, this is the last show of the year you're going to hear from us wise asses. <laughs> the three wise guys. Next time you see this show, these Santa hats are going to be off these bucks. Not in a weird way, but Christmas will be done. It'll be the new year. So we're rolling into the holiday season, and that'll be you all You put party up. hats on them instead? Oh, I guess New Year's. You could probably do a party hat. Do a party hat. Some a little, little, uh, little uh, yeah. called them yeah. what are those? A little noisemaker. Noisemaker. Mm-hmm. They're just straight-up noisemakers. I went to a, uh, a Shit New whistles. thing last year with the kids, <laughs> and every kid had, and there was like hundreds of kids. It sounded like a freaking like, goose situation. Really cool. A wild kazoo convention, huh? Yeah, yeah. This bourbon, I don't like this bourbon. Why? I think, I think it's, it's got kind of a good flavor. I, I don't think like it's it. bad. It's, I kind of like it. Yeah, it's, it's not it bad. It got me like... 
It got him too toasted one night. Not too toasted. You're looking at it. He's having flashbacks. I think I remember that? you. You look familiar. You're dirty son of a. <laughs> He's like, that's that guy at the bar. What, 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 what happened there? I don't remember. I was blackout drunk when that, that happened. That weird looking guy in my glass. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember you. It's like when you see that tree in the woods. I remember that tree. Mm -hmm. I actually love it when I remember that tree. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know how many times the hunter sign? stops and says, so let me tell you about this tree right mm -hmm. here. <laughs> hey, how many deer I've killed from this tree? Or you see that tree there? And all that wadded up paper, don't go by that tree. Made <laughs> <laughs> hey, that mistake. I went up to that tree. <laughs> oh, that is toilet paper. Confirmed. Oh, where is it? I hope I didn't step Yeah, you it. totally tracked through it. Yeah. That's the kind of thing. You always it's hope got somebody... a shallow grave under the pine needles. <laughs> a shallow grave is right. Speaking of half rats. Place one leaf over it. <laughs> Covered. <laughs> can, Derek, can you lift this a little bit? Uh, probably I'm not, not going to try to do it. Uh, but if you see on the camera. Old man Clark threw out his back. Yeah, it's not oh that pretty. Oh, my God. That's a lot of brewskis in that thing. So we got, I, you guys talked about it last week, and I was like, well, might as well bring it down. We got some Might beers. as well. So. My goal is to there it is. This thing is pretty sweet. It is nice. I don't know. Show it off, you know. Show it if you got it. Anyway, Half Rack, uh, go to half-rack.com. We are brought to you by Half Rack. And use code OHB for 15% off. I was told that we were mentioned in context of some Half Rack folk that uh, they're listeners of the podcast. I'm like, huh, doesn't, doesn't they talk about Half Rack on the podcast? And I was like, oh, God, I can't imagine... I was like, please don't tell them what we say. But, you know, publicity is publicity, right? It's all good. <laughs> no, we, we like those guys a lot. They're good pals and uh, appreciate what they're doing with their brand and how they're growing it. So just don't mention anything. Don't worry about that. Court. Verbatim. I took that one out. Okay. That's the GoPro up there. It was giving me shit, so I just unplugged it, and I think it'll create a better situation altogether anyways. Hmm. GoPro giving you shit. What's Go figure. new? What's new? <laughs> Those things are tricky. I don't know what it is, but when we did our muzzleloader drives, uh, Bo borrowed me a battery. Uh -huh. My battery was dead, of course. Go figure. So that's he's like, like, oh, that's I got That's a kid's book, right? Bo borrows, <laughs> Bo borrows me a battery. <laughs> Daddy, why'd the GoPro Say that die? Say that fast. <laughs> well, it was his time to go. He's been on for four minutes. <laughs> go, Bo. We're not going to be sponsored by GoPro anytime soon. Not at all. No, no but he gave me a brand scary. new brand new battery charged up. I think I ran 18 minutes of video. <laughs> Boop. Dead. All done. Was it cold out? I mean, not yeah, obscenely cold. Terrible. 30s. Yeah, 30s, right. 40s. It wasn't awful, but batteries just don't live they very don't. long. And, I, and you have to have. And the new ones are supposed to be. You do that power pack thing. Cold That sounds battery. great in theory, but then you have to have some way to like hold that power pack. Oh, yeah. And then Scott you gotta had, have your flap Scott open. Scott and Bo both had something, some and, sort of external battery. Pack. Yeah, but Scott's was perfect because it was on the back of his, his. Uh, yeah, dude, that guy head holder. Man, that guy is something else. Scotty, if you're listening, high tech red. That guy neck. is the coolest. He's so the most interesting man in the world. A little bit. Most interesting man he, in the world. He's a cool guy. He probably looked on like cables and have a pass out or something. Maybe I, I don't some, know. I need to get excited over management. Me, so, damn it. The day got too busy. I was going to cook up uh, loins for you guys. Tonight. Oh, man. They Son taste great in my imagination. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah, so good. I have to cook them tonight regardless. I can't, I can't let them sit on the night. Loins. Maybe I can. I got to cook them. I'm, yeah. yeah. I made chili the other day. Yeah. All right. Some venison chili. Oh, oh, was it? Very good. Mm, nice. Oh, I had, to, I had another thing I had to say. Put a little chipotle. 
hot sauce. Really? Yeah, just smokiness. So like Chipotle, like dry rub? Or... No, I had a, well, yeah, I had a little Chipotle dry rub, or smoky dry rub. Yeah. It wasn't called Chipotle, but I had Chipotle hot sauce mm-hmm. that just had like the smoked adobo Ooh. stuff in it. Ooh. Like smoked adobo. Now, it's like, yeah. And I, I just put a little bit of that in there because I was like, I didn't. In the chili. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, yes, yes. in the chili. <laughs> Sounds very nice. Right in. Right, right in the chili. Diet. Okay. Stirred around. This is what I had to say. Counterclockwise and clockwise. Stirred around. You can't that you can't eat the horns, but you can stir the, the chili. You can stir can stir the chili with them. Anywho, we were, we were talking about how excited everyone was uh, about latitude. Uh, you, some some yeah. friends of ours. Uh, yeah, I mean, got we, one. You said someone else did. I'm sure other yeah, people have. Yeah, I had a few people uh, uh, reach out and, and pull the trigger on buying. Jacob Ewing, you think he went and bought some stuff? Still waiting. Um, uh, yeah, Jay, my another buddy, Jay. Geez, wow. Yeah, he he bought. He just pulled the trigger. I said, "How how did your wife feel about it?" What? Well, she wasn't very happy. But hey, man, I'm really excited to Tis get this the season. Stuff. <laughs> Tis the season. Oh, saw, look, Christmas came early. A Facebook post of a of a buckhead in a trash can, and it just said, "Caption: Someone's wife isn't happy right now." <laughs> <laughs> I saw that one. Yeah, I don't know what else is going on. He should have put a hat on it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Holidayed up. Anyway, so you can, if you order by December 15th, uh, it will help ensure that you get it by Christmas. Um, they have plenty of carbon series speed sticks. I know earlier on, it's like, when are they coming? Ah, that's out. how it always is. Because like, they launch at ACA. They, they launch them. People, they build demand. a crap ton of excitement. Yep. A huge demand. And then, you know, the floodgates open. All hell breaks loose. <laughs> and wow, we sold out of the first batch. We don't know when we're getting more in. It's interesting that I think maybe it's just the consumer feels slanted, and I think there is a it's a hard line to, line to walk as a manufacturer. That can't 100%. be easy. You got to balance creating some demands when you launch. It's not crickets, but if you overdo it, then you get the other end of the problem where it's like, "Where's my shit?" And um, all of a sudden, my favorite is when it gets to like guys getting really desperate and they're comparing email dates. Well, I got emailed on so and so. Well, right. I didn't get emailed. I There's ordered like, two days before. You didn't get emailed eight hours after you. Well, Fifty what? posts on that's Saddle like, Hunters United like, or whatever. It's like someone getting seated. You know, at, you know, you get to a restaurant oh. and then someone gets there after and they get seated before you. Like, what the? F- what did, did, did you? Am I invisible? I, like, did, yeah, that's a problem. Did, no, I get it. My buzzer didn't. That, <laughs> my, my buzzer. I was my, pressing, pressing the button. That's my pressing the button. Excuse me. That's my. But anyway, they got plenty of them. So stock up. Get them before the. I actually think I might want to get another set to run for. I might just get one more. One more stick. One more, one more stick. stick. I thought I about saying? it. One more set. I want one more stick. A four might be a good number for me. Maybe we order it. another three pack for ah. the three of us. Oh. 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 Ah. That's not just a hat rack this up there. This is why. Free shipping on orders over 100 bucks. <laughs> this is why. Yeah. Okay. Good job, Greg. You're smart. Yeah. Hey, thanks for coming here today. Something, so then something <laughs> else happened. I'm just going to keep rolling. Like I'm. Something else happened on the internet the other day where. I don't know. Got oh yeah no my one of my posts got ugly. Um, on t- you guys didn't see it was on TikTok. Yep, didn't see it. Nope, didn't see it. And the way you can post there, you can't post that way on Instagram. Otherwise, I would. You can respond with a video. So someone, oh yeah, it was on Instagram too. It was the it was the eight point that I got with the Biggie Biggie song, like with yeah. all the words on the screen. I don't know. I was saying like your tag, your hunt, and like be proud, don't disrespect. And someone right. someone shitting your oatmeal on it, didn't they? Oh, the, the, the literal it. the literal comment was something. Well, no, I'm going to say literal. I'm going to not quote it properly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just back this up. Paraphrase comment. Yeah, a paraphrase was like, 
how weird is it to be a grown man and still shoot baby bucks? And I was like, how weird is it to be a grown man and give a shit what other grown men do with their time or their tank? Perfect. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. So anyway, the whole point here is like, that shit doesn't happen on Go Wild. So this is a hurrah to say, if you're tired of that kind of stuff, hey, follow us. And if you're listening to this, you're, maybe you are. So like that's That guy a, can that's just go eat request. a hefty bag of dildos. It's oh fine. my God. That got, that got oddly sexual. <laughs> you cannot say that while I've got a big bush in my mouth. Oh my God. Get up. <laughs> Man, the Christmas we just got started. There's hardly any alcohol consumed, and we're already like acting four like idiots. Sips, you lightweight. You did have a lot of that Oktoberfest there. Oktoberfest. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's beautiful. Just <laughs> pushing my mouth. Opportunity <laughs> taken. Son of a gun. You hear that? Yeah, Boom. Yeah, it's because he's trying to suck on it. <laughs> Boom. Anyway, go wild. You're probably not gonna <laughs> have that kind of stuff. <laughs> we'll get through these. We'll get through these. <laughs> You keep shit in the bed. You keep oh, seeing man. squirrels everywhere. Squirrels with lightsabers, man. I'm just trying to do the partnerships. Um, some, you know. Well, get them done. Do damn it. Time. I'm working my way through it. Spartan Forge has a bunch of like. Uh, there's a lot under the hood that's about to be debuted here at some point, and I've been seeing Bill comment to folks in the speaking of Facebook groups and threads and all that jazz. Like, oh, y'all ain't seen nothing yet. So. Um, <clears throat> I'm very intrigued to see what that's going to look like on the AI side of things without engine running. Um, so anyway, if you're on there and there's other people too, like uh, there's been all these uh, recently, I don't know if it's because the end of the year, people's apps are up for renewal or what, but it's like literally posted like, Hey, what do you think about Onyx versus Spartan Forge? And uh, I don't know. There's some people that said Onyx has imagery for like leaf on leaf off, but Spartan Forge has it when I go back historically, and that is going to be something that's like rolled out to the rest of the country here soon. So then, do you need Leaf on Leaf off? If you can look at it, it's with Leaf off. Then like, you it's know another I mean? tool in the toolbox, right? If yeah. you know how to use it, you'll yeah. you'll use it. If you don't, you don't even know it's there. Well, with the lidar, like I don't make great use of that. No, not I, in their I area. make good use of it in the gun in gun season. Mm-hmm. Not great, but like, well, it got me unlost. <laughs> that's <laughs> so a bonus. That's good. So yeah, you used it in the most effective way possible. <laughs> Save your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as far as like reading it to understand the, I don't know, it's gun season. There's dudes in place sitting everywhere. Like deer ain't patterning shit out here. This is no. true. Um, I mean, they might funnel through something, but uh, it's, I don't know. I'm not smart enough to talk about that confidently. Like, oh, they're only going through the st- the stick stuff or the saddle here or the bent lamp. They're sticking on the 700 foot elevation line. <laughs> Just on that line. They got a trail march. Well, right I, so it. I took the dogs. Well, for a they walk. put lines on the map. They it's, show like you. The Chim- <laughs> it's like it's the whole trail. Chimin trail. <laughs> yeah, that's like where they put <laughs> the migration deer, trail. They put the deer crossing signs on the road for the deer to cross there. Go figure. And they even paint lines for them. So I took the dogs for a walk because yeah. they've been. I was talking to you on that. Yeah, you you called me. Like I had to get out of the woods. I had to poop pretty bad. Um, but I was like, "What? Well, damn it! Do that stupid thumbs up thing." Anyway, walking the dogs at uh, a park, a local park here, and I'm like, "We're gonna go off the trail." Ooh, risky. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we were Whatever. crowning. I wasn't <laughs> supposed to like do anything like that. I was like, "Tell my wife I'm taking the dogs for a walk," which was very true. I took Dottie to a, a dog place to do dog stuff and run around. And I couldn't do that with Eddie because he's an old fuck now and he wants to just like, I don't know, be a dick to other dogs. I'm like, well, you're staying here. I'll come back for you Stop later. Stop peeing on the poodle. <laughs> he's actually peed on my mother-in-law's dog before. It was not a good moment. 
I thought it was funny. It turns out it wasn't funny. <laughs> no, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't funny, funny at all. <laughs> she didn't laugh. Because then I had to give the poodle a bath. <laughs> didn't. I was like, oh, that's, that's not funny. <laughs> anyway, so then I took him for a walk, and I'm like venturing off the path a little bit, and I sent you guys some, some photos. That's oh, nice yeah. rubs. Yeah, nice rubs. But I sent the Spartan Forge, and you could see it was literally on one of the, the <laughs> topple lines, just like you had said. <laughs> yeah, it looks like magic. Not you joking. Know? Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe this is something worth the... Uh, Probably not. But. My next video, I'll be pointing at a topple line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eric likes to point at everything. I don't even you know what's do happening. something with your hands. He just, he just like, points at random shit. I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at, man? I'm swearing a lot in this episode. Sorry for all the people listening with their kids in the car for Christmas. Looking Merry for Christmas. Santa. <sighs> no promises here that we're going to do anything exciting tonight. <laughs> Just in the room looking at each other with headphones on. Drink, <laughs> That's what a podcast drinking, actually is. Drinking bourbon and, and yeah. having a beer. It's not a glamorous podcast. We just stare at each other. Breathe <laughs> heavily into the microphone. Breathe heavily into the microphone. <clears throat> if I say nothing, it'll be awkward. If I say something, it'll be awkward. There's no path I can take where it won't be awkward. That's a, Fair enough. That's the charm. Mm. That's, the, that's the charm. So, <laughs> just getting plans for next season. <laughs> You're, oh, still, I mean, you're still, still drooling at maybe trying to go. You're doing late season. <laughs> yeah, man. I've I'm going Friday. What's your tactic? Work. Are you gonna try to get a deer before its antler falls off? That's the hope. Saw a really cool post today um <clears throat> from one of the buck tracking guys up in the Adirondacks. Got on a buck track that a buddy of his told him to go in this area, whatever. Do we know them? He's tracking the deer. I don't know him personally. Okay. No, <clears throat> just saw the post, thought it was really cool. Guy was on a buck track. Followed it for 3.8 miles. Jumped him twice out of his bed. Twice. Jumped him twice. Never got a shot at him. And all of a sudden he's looking up and sees something weird in the snow. Finds the buck antler. Mm. He shed it on the right trail. On the goes up another 100 yards. The other one's laying there. So came back with the antlers. <laughs> buck is still out there. Pretty cool. Got the antlers. Lost the meat. Yep. <laughs> meat got away. Damn it. <laughs> That's bittersweet. Yeah, what are the odds, though, that you're on the trail while it sheds? That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, well, uh, but we're at that time of year where it's going to start happening. Well, who, I think it was, my buddy Casey sent me a note today, and he's like, remember we used to do the rut, rep- mm-hmm. it wasn't a rut report, I wouldn't call it a rut report. No. We, what the fuck did we call it? It was some kind of a rut report, but either way. Grunt tube radio, I don't grunt, know. Grunt rattle radio or something like grunt that, and, I don't remember. Grunt and grunt, we had a segment. I used to do a lot of, we used to do a lot of segments and we put a lot of like production power and by, by a lot, it's very relative. Like I'm not saying we hired some professional. I just put a lot of damn time into it. He did. He put time into it. And, uh, people called in. So we would go live before the podcast to just take calls around rut activity. And then we would take that segment and bake it in on post-production as if it was part of the whole show. So in the middle of the show, you get this rut report kind of thing happening. That's cool. Only during the, you know, October, November time frame so when it was relevant so someone uh casey was like hey you still doing that rut report thing maybe you should consider doing a shed report because are they falling by you yeah and he sent me a trail cam pick of a buck you could see they had fallen off really but he's a little bit southern of here so south of here southern of here apparently i don't know my directions in this fucking room greg but- <laughs> that happens <laughs> i'm gonna get quiet again real quick <laughs> sounds you got it right that time. Yeah, it's soft. Oh, like you fucking knew it the whole time. It's on video, asshole. It's fine. <laughs> so, 
We're gonna mount a damn compass right here right on the there. table. That's a good. I have one. We should. That's it. That. We're gonna cut that tattoo out of your arm and put it on. There you go. <laughs> get a compass. We're gonna get all weird about it. North, Just south, west. Coordinates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coordinates. It always. I don't know. It's <laughs> forward is always north. <laughs> yeah. Joel's like, it's up, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no. So I don't. I'm not sure. I don't have any cameras out, so I wouldn't be anybody to ask. About. I got a buck on camera, both sides holding on. Probably. Yeah, it wasn't as big as this one, but. Pretty close and spread. Nice little eight-pointer. Okay. Chase, they, chase and doe. Someone said they got a half-rack the other day, but it, I think it's because the other side just didn't grow. It's not that it fell. Well, fell off. I've had half-rackers <laughs> all season. Speaking <laughs> of half-rack, half code OHP for 15% off. There you go. There it is. All right. I think this part of the state, unless the deer's injured, they're going to be holding for a while yet. Yeah. Just based on... Yeah, what is it based on, Derek? Tell me. December, January. I'm mostly, not trying to interrogate you. Mostly, from my understanding, now somebody's going to have way better understanding than me, but what I've noticed is it's mostly based on testosterone levels. So bucks around here that have other bucks as competition for feeding, for bedding, will retain their antlers longer because they're still posturing in the pecking order and establishing their dominance. Whereas, like, up by the cabin, anywhere so up north, like, north of oh, 64, where the deer population is way lower, there's way less competition. Most of the deer by New Year will be shit. Hmm. Who's the dude doing all the deer videos with the deer suit? Skyler? Yeah, that guy. He does some funny ones. He's open They're to fun. coming on the podcast. Oh, that'd be he great. He did respond. I don't have a date selected, so no guarantees, but I feel like I want to see him do a, a, a scenario where, like, Where'd your antler go? <laughs> hey, man, you're looking pretty funny. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, I enjoy those videos a lot. I Yeah, there was one today that I saw, and he was like, hey, man, that's not cool what you do with my sister. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, we're good. I found your mom last night. It's like, I should have done it right by the hunter's truck. It's pretty, it's pretty uh, intense. <laughs> I don't know, it was that particular spot. I like, if I was drinking something, I would have spit it out. And then he showed him with the decoy by a hunter's truck. So, you <laughs> know, gave you the visual. It was pretty great. He's like, well, I got it, I got it all on trail cam. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty That's clever. Awesome. Very. Pretty clever. <clears throat> I realize the camera's not on me and it's just on you guys. That's Damn okay. it, I suck at switching. I got to get an intern in here. We keep talking about this. I don't know any interns that want to come in this basement. What we need is Tuesday. an intern to do filming. We need those too. Yep. Hey, so hey, why not? PSA. It's going into 2024. If you know an intern that wants to push buttons in a podcast studio once a week, let me know. Take a little video. It's 2024. Video. You want to run cameras for our camera producer guy named Jace? He'll tell you what to do, but you got to do what he says, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> He's a pretty burly guy. Could get weird. Get in there real nice and deep. Exactly. <laughs> what is our situation, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> Penning was a gift, Todd. <laughs> Taking it with me. <clears throat> oh, boy. Fucking GoPros. <laughs> yeah, GoPros. Yeah, GoPros not going to cut it for that position. Mm-mm. I should put the number on the screen. I'm missing all these, there's all these comments. I, for, I forget to, like, do <clears throat> stuff. Let's just read the comments. Someone said hire me, but I can't see who it is. Doug Glitterveen, I'll do it. Just just a weekly plane ticket. Yeah, I don't know. I, you got to remember, you are talking to... Doug, where did you go off to? Doug's living a great, he's living a great life. He's fishing, doing his thing. Yeah. Yeah. Jason, Jason Yankee, uh, happy holidays, you savages. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thanks, Ru- Jason. Oh, yeah, it was Rut Club Radio. That's it. Doug remembered. Jesus, Doug. 
How did you remember that? At least you one of the guys in here has got a brain. Someone's been around right? the block for a while. You didn't kill all of us. Son of a cells Billy Block. Scotch. It's Woody. <laughs> Watch too many stupid movies. Mostly Toy Story. Right? Mostly Toy Story. <laughs> yeah. Calder, what's up? Pulling feathers. What's going on, Levi? Calder Levi. again. Is there a difference or a distance restriction on the bourbon exchange? Oh, uh, there is not. I will. So let's talk about the public exchange. service announcement on this the is bourbon not, exchange. This is not endorsed by the brand. Can we okay? please talk about this? And can somebody who's <laughs> friends with me on Facebook please freaking listen? So it's a copy and paste thing, right? That's the idea. You have of the it. instructions, right? Dude, I did this last year, and so many people were like, man, this sounds pretty sketchy. This is a pyramid scheme. It's a pyramid plan. Absolutely. That's like what, that's how it works. But it's not a scam. Like no one's trying to steal your I had, money. I had a buddy. So one Just of the buddies buy a I bottle tagged, and then everybody gets a bottle. Oh. Dude, one of the buddies I tagged was like, I got a DM directly after on Facebook. He's like, if this is Eric Clark, please tell me how we met. <laughs> <laughs> I literally wrote that. I, I was the first person to comment when I updated mine. It was like, for the record, this is not a scam. I did not get hacked. This is me. This is real. I saw smart. that. Yeah, because I had that. That's basically what was happening. We're like, everyone uh, thinks you're scammed. So, and they're like, is this real? How's it work? So basically, I put out a post saying it's that time of the year for the bourbon exchange. I did this last year. Literally, legitimately did it last year. And I think I got 18 bottles. Now, it took a little bit. I was like pretty apprehensive. But I was like, what? I don't have anything to lose. I'm going to buy a bottle of bourbon to someone and send. Who cares? Merry Christmas. So I did it. And I was like, cool. At least I feel good about myself. I did the thing I said I was going to do, and then I followed the directions, pasted it to my page, and let people do their thing, right? Send them the instruction, all that jazz. So then 18 bottles of bourbon later, I was like, in January, it still felt like Christmas every couple days. I was like, surprise, another bottle. I was like, look at this, honey, another bottle of bourbon. She's like, cool, another one. The pyramid scheme has been supplying our bourbon well, for the show. We did it for like a whole year. We're out now. Like, but I, I was like getting when I was like tasting them immediately because I was just so enthused to like, like mm, this one's peaty. <laughs> Oh, I'm yeah, glad you like wagon. eating Pete. I mean, I've never tried that in my yeah. life until I didn't know it was, it was a thing. It was a bourbon out of Vegas called Smoke Wagon. You guys remember this one. Mm -hmm. It was in the video. So I took a video like when I got my first couple bottles. And that was what I put out on the social post for this thing. And uh, so, no, there's no limit. However, I will say, you know, my wife is a she's a very strict rule follower type of person. So when I had to ship it through. I think it was like FedEx or some shit. Mm hmm. I just packaged it myself in bubble wrap, put it in a box, and I said, this is not alcohol. And I shipped it, and she was very uncomfortable yeah, with that decision. Because you're not. She's like, what's going to happen? Are like, the cops going to come to her house? I'm like, what are you talking about? No one's going to know anything's ever happened. They're going to get their bourbon. It's going to be a great day. Excuse me, like, sir. Is this your package? Right. <laughs> you need to come down to the station. <laughs> I'm sure it wouldn't be great, but like... I don't, I don't want to ask what's the worst that could happen. <laughs> but there are services, and a lot of like brands... You go to their site and they'll ship, but certain states are wonky. Like I don't think you can ship into Wisconsin. Yeah, there's a number of Texas. That you can't. It's right. only wine or or whatever. So, yeah, go freaking lie. <laughs> Coming from the guy with, a, with an integrity tattoo. By okay, it's not endorsed. But no, this is just me. Yeah, <clears throat> the okay, it's not talking. No, but not really, but really, because it's like the pyramid scheme. Mm -hmm. It's like not it's your friends that share it. It's the friends of your friends. Yeah. Because they are the, the ones who are going to be sending it to you. So yeah. if you don't convince your friends that it's a real thing, you're not going to get it. So like Casey, who is a guy who commented today, yeah. was like, hey, I did it last year, but I didn't get one. Well, your friend's friends suck. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. There's a chink in the chain that, well, everyone else yeah. got some, but I didn't. Like, I don't, 
I don't. Sorry, dude. I'm not sure what happened. Yeah. I got so I think Justin Sinan from uh, our buddy from Kentucky there. Yeah. yeah. Sent me yeah. mine last year. Really? That's nice. I, I think I got a couple, but well, Greg's number <clears> one on the list. You're gonna be swimming so, in that shit. I don't even know why, because I like I'm not. I didn't participate. I didn't do. You were chosen. I have a running joke for you several years. One. So my other buddy Greg Byers, we have a running joke that if I can get someone to tell him he's bald without it knowing that it came from me, the degrees of sep- the further the degrees of separation get, the better. There's not an actual point system. I just feel really good about it. <laughs> so like, someone was interviewing for a job at his place of employment, who I happen to used to work with. Greg was unaware of this relationship existing at all. And so that person was like, hey, what can you tell me about, you know, employment and so forth? I was like, oh, well, who are you talking with? Well, I don't know. There's a guy, Greg. And I was like, okay. Here's what you want the job. You just got to tell Greg he's bald. (laughs) Okay. That's I'm not. Worst advice ever. (laughs) Well, they did it. And, and he's like, and he's like, son of a bitch. How do you know, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You're hired. So how how do you my other him? running joke with, with Tubbs is I love to get people to send Greg shit without him knowing about it. So I've ruined it because I couldn't yeah, you contain already screwed myself. Up. He, he was like all giggling I like a schoolgirl this morning. He told yeah, me. He what? told me last week. He's like, or whenever he was like, Two I put Greg's ago. name first. I was like, oh boy. He's like, yeah, it's going to be good. Well, and so Libby, my wife put me, she's like, by the way, Eric. Eric, put your name on this thing. I said, am I tagged in it? Well, no, you're not tagged in it. That's the weird part. I said, well, I don't know what he's up to. Well, now I know because he gave it away. <laughs> I'm going, dude, if that much bourbon shows up at my house, people are going to wonder if I got a problem. Well, you won't until. No, there won't be a problem it. at all. I guess, I guess we're having the okay yeah, Christmas you're party have, at my house. This you're going to have a solution. By this time next year, you'll <laughs> have a problem. problem. But yeah. the problem doesn't Shit. exist yet. Yeah, no. Our problem is we're running low. You're going to have a solution to all your problems. <laughs> I will have a solution for your problem. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good problem to have. I, so whatever. It was a neat. It's a neat thing. It obviously worked out great. And I was like, okay, well, I got all this bourbon for for the price of one bottle. Yeah, do it. Join the join the club there, and then whatever you get, you can bring a bottle up to your, to your camp. Do whatever you got to do. That'd be yeah. a good way to and do hopefully it. Hopefully, you get something cool that you never tried before, or one that you love. I know I I learned that I like the Woodford, not the Woodford Reserve, the um, there's a rye whiskey, the Bullet Rye. Bullet Rye. Is Bullet Rye is good. I thought the Woodford was pretty decent. I like that. I think I got two of Woodford last year. There was a stronger else. one, and it was, I think it was you and me, and I was like, this is dangerously good because it's a very high alcohol content, but you can't taste it. It, it was, was so smooth. smooth. What the heck was Which that? one was it? It wasn't the Woodford one. No. Uh, it was another high caliber one. It wasn't the, gl- the Driftless Glen. Um, it's a was known it brand. a black bottle? No, like a black label? I don't remember. <laughs> Probably because we drank too much of it. Did you kill the bottle? And oh, get yeah, we killed already? lots of bottles, and I try to throw them out now. I, I, for a while, you I mean like, all those over there? All those, there's a collection <laughs> right there. Yeah, that makes it look like I'm drinking at my desk, <laughs> but, but I'm not. No, that's, that's nice. I just the other desk. It. <laughs> <laughs> I just I try to. I feel like I want to keep some of these drop time because that was one of our first ever like you know. Yeah. You know, I don't know. We work. We've been working with those you guys. Still have that bottle of drop time up at the cabin that I brought. Yeah, we do. Wow. Some. Some. Johnny Stewart. I brought a bottle to Johnny Stewart's cabin and went to PA. Yeah. <clears throat> and then they're like, oh, this is great. And I was like, yeah, it's freaking great. Like, it fits in at a deer camp. Like, it's mm-hmm. a, got a big old drop tent on the bottle. Now we got a drop tent in the studio. It's kind of neat. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. So, anyway, that's the bourbon thing. That's the bourbon that thing. I don't actually fully comprehend. So, you explained it better than I could have, thank God, because I don't really understand. I just did the directions. It's like I'll make the pancakes, but don't tell me to understand how that how it fucking works. I just 
a cup of this, a cup of that, mix it together, and here we go. Toss in some chocolate chips if you want to make it better, i.e. use a video in your post, and you're good to go. Nice pancake whiskey metaphor. Yeah. Voila. The first, <laughs> one, the first pancake always sucks, though. You got to make one to like know how thick it is. So then I had to repost. I'm just kidding. And you got to take a little heat out of the pan so it ends up being a little darker on one side than the other. Maybe. Yeah. So um, jo- where did this go? Josh Osborne um, commented, y'all want to hear? Oh, 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 I misread his comment. I'll put it on the screen. How uh, vain of us to have a screen of ourselves on the TV here. Usually we do that so you guys can see the guest, and I didn't have a backdrop, but now you can see the comments. Here we are, toys. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. Y'all want to hear the story of 160-incher this year? I mean, kind of now. Like, do you want to call in or what? Well, you, you kind of just... Go, buddy. You kick the door down. You might as well come walking <laughs> in. And then I didn't respect fellas. <laughs> Hello? We're here. We're here. We're just... Hello? You know, Is having our own there? little uh, sidebar. Need to nap. Hello. It's me. Oh, boy, Greg. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Alive. I, I got to read comments. One day I'll do an OKSL counter. I would I would enjoy watching uh, a fellow from Wisconsin struggle out west like I do. Like, we're on board. We just got to make the time, and September is a bourbon rough month. Bourbon exchange. There it is. <clears throat> and a boy, Ron, just got in on the bourbon exchange. No tequila. You can respect that. So... Holly and I went to some bar for our anniversary, some like Mexican. It was a restaurant, but they had a really nice bar. Damn it. And uh, they had a tequila selection that I've never seen before. I'm not like into tequila that much. but You're a little bit into You're a little tequila. bit into tequila. Were, he's always pushing tequila, he, so I think yeah, he's a like little he's, bit into He's tequila. trying to pull some shit I'm not on into us. tequila, but I got yeah, a bunch of but tequila But I drink it with here. my pinky up. <laughs> well, they're like tequila is the new bourbon. No, it's as not. As far as the range of option, right? Okay. I was like, so it was our anniversary. So like, come to the bar when you're done with your dinner, and we'll we'll pour you up a couple shots for your anniversary for free on the house. Nice. I was like, well, this is freaking nice. happen. Nice. This is a great Mexican restaurant. So we we do that, and uh, the drink I got it was a they did the smoke infused situation, and it was a like a is it a guave? Agave. Agave. Agave plant. Or no, no, a, a mezcal, a mezcal tequila, which is a smoky tequila naturally. So it's almost like scotch, but it's tequila. <laughs> so give me the scotch. So then we, I had a, a a mezcal old fashioned tequila, and I was like, "This is this is amazing." I don't know. What to think about I've never experienced this type of flavor situation happening in my mouth and i gave it to holly and she hates tequila because she drank too much in college there's like cheap tequila and she took it she's like oh shit this is good and i was like so then we like talked to the there happened to be the tequila one of the i don't know if he's like a i don't want to say dealer like a drug tequila distributors or whatever he's the guy that sells a bunch of uh, brands so he's like phoenix their top shelf shit because he's trying to get us to taste it and try it and uh then we're like he's going on and on and then the owner's going on and on about all these tequilas and how like this is a new theme because there's so much more flavor profile that can happen they're like well i mean you know bourbon's just basically gasoline and i was like well you're not wrong <laughs> so i enjoyed it, it tequila is nice. lighter so fluid. tequila is something that is on the list that you could get that's what i'm trying to say sorry i'm really long-winded guys i don't know what the fuck you put up with me oh well, you're good at it so we just let you roll you're good at putting up with me 
everybody's going to be buying $50, $60 of bourbon and some asshole's going to buy $15 Montezuma <laughs> tequila. <laughs> That's going to tubs. <laughs> hey, I know a guy who might drink out of there. <laughs> we know a guy. I'm surprised we don't have any calls in queue yet. I'm shocked. <clears throat> we got no guests. Phone lines are open. We're kind of to that point in the year, though, where everybody's winding her down, trying to take care of family stuff. We're not on a typical Tuesday night. We had to push it. Well, oh, that's the other sick, thing. Busted up my back. You had a thing, so it just made sense to move, and I'm glad you guys were able to do that. <clears throat> Even Greg drove here to this time. What? I'm, I'm curious to hear what your plan is, because you're the only one who's, like, for sure doing some late season. Oh, I totally sidetracked us when we talked about antlers falling off my bed. Yeah, I mean, my plan are... is to go out and hunt and hunt some more. Well, you make it sound so and simple. hunt a few more. To, well, I mean, it, I like your plan so far. You sound, like, <laughs> you sound like Ron from uh, Ron Swanson. My plan is to go out and hunt. Yeah, you simpleton. Yeah, I mean, go out and hunt. You go out and scout. Try to pull a couple more cameras. I have a feeling I got a few <laughs> dead batteries in them. I replenish them in November, and just knowing how things roll in November. Let's pull the thread a little deeper here. At this point in the season, shit's getting tired and fatigue. Your your gear has been sweated up, worn up, all that stuff. You're That's what washing machines into... are for, brother. So, like, how are you maintaining pace with uh, an extended long season? Like, are you just the like st- I, I go? I burn like phosphorus the gear, on the season. You know what I'm talking about? <clears throat> the gear has not left the garage. Mine okay. hasn't either. <laughs> I mean, it's left the garage to go out, you know and I mean. it's gone back into the garage, mm-hmm. or some of it is still in the truck. It Some might even it might even look like a family of raccoons lives in the back of my truck right now. So you're still riding that hunt that hunt mobile. Oh yeah, the, the hunt mobile. Sticks are there, platforms there, saddles there. There's a pair of rubber boots there. Good man, yeah, sailor. Yeah, <laughs> sailor, sailor hunter. Good man. Good man. Um, I looked at the tree stand the other night, hung it up in the garage, took it off the floor, and hung it up on the wall. But it's accessible. I just got to reach over to the okay. wall and pull it off and put it so on So when my you bag. retire all your gear for the season, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on here. I think you're leaning too much. Maybe it, Me? There it is. So, I don't know. I was like losing focus. <laughs> Sorry. That's been, that's a new situation. I must have b- bumped that thing Because his chair's all the way up. I've never <laughs> seen this guy <laughs> of hype before. <laughs> but I, so Six like, inch lift kit over here. Woo! It's such a whirl, it's left such left a whirlwind, Greg, for me with the craziness of the kids and getting done with the hunting season, mm-hmm. the gun, and then like the shit. Inevitably, every year, I'm like, I'm gonna be methodical about organizing, and every year, that doesn't happen. That's exactly what I feel. Like. It's insane. So to think that you're still going, which I know a lot of people are, and I would I've love to a, be that I've guy. I've had a few week break though. Like it's, we went and you did our need little like a, thing. You almost need like a stopgap to like. I've had re. Yeah. Center yourself or something. We've had a stopgap. I've had what? What's That's a pretty been, good. That's kind of what I'm asking. It's been about a week and a half. What's two? your since muzzle? Yeah. Process strategy. You know. Um, process is repeat the process and hopefully improve on it. But you know, what's your late season hunting? Uh, well, I mean, here's, here's the question: between I have. the food and the bedding, I mean that that's about as good as I can do. And if if they're not bedding where I'm hoping they're bedding, where are the deer? Exactly. Where are they? Here's, <laughs> I'm trying to get really interrogated. All right, here's my question for you: <laughs> scouting. You mentioned scouting. You're yeah. you're a very good scout at the time person. Like you always are just looking for sign. You don't mm-hmm. really rely on like like past stuff, which is great. This time of year when the ground is frozen, but we don't have snow, scouting becomes more difficult. It is difficult. Tracks are difficult. Shit's been pounded all November. It looks amazing, and it's not a deer's been on that runway in weeks. Yeah. But it still looks like it's being used. 
So what are you looking for? Like, how are you going to find a food source on public? Like, what's, what are you doing? Well, this is where you kind of almost got to rely on some historical stuff, right? Um, we had a bumper crop of acorns. <laughs> what's a bumper crop? Lots. Lots. Really good. Okay. Huge. That's that Massive. Massive. Like, okay. So all the white oaks. Bumper, all the, bust. I know. Yeah. Honest. Right. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Words are hard, guys. Let me tell you. But white oaks, black oaks, uh, bur oaks, all that stuff's been gobbled up already. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We're down to red oaks. And red oaks have had a time to be washed by the rain. Some of the tannins may be washed out of them. They're not as bitter. And they're becoming a last resort. Tannins, poisonous for humans. Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure. So, but deer can, they're palatable enough that. for deer. Deer can eat them. Um, so if you've got a flat of red oaks or a couple of trees that have dumped red oaks and the deer and turkeys haven't eaten them up yet, now they're starting to hit on that. They're going to go back. Yep. And with the warm weather we have, there's still some green grass down underneath the brown stuff so they're digging around and eating that yet 100 percent. we have red uh red brush dogwood you know the red willow they're they're already starting to nip the the brows off of that and the brows are just the fresh little buds that are just starting the little leaf heads that are just starting on the on the tips of the the red willow um you got a spot like that that has that growing in it it's going to be a late season food source and that's that could be a big area. Like, how do you? That's hard it can to, be a big it's area. Hard to hone in. I'm like, oh, I see some nibbling. Food source. Like, that sounds so obtuse for someone like me. Like, I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that information? Well, you either you either decide to hunt it, or you decide to move on. You look at it and go, well, they've deer, eaten here. Deer, they've eaten here. When do deer usually eat? Depends on the situation, right? Damn it! I can't if get any clear. It's like talking to a politician. There is no, there is no clear. I know you don't answer. have all the answers. I I'm don't. Just saying. I don't have all the answers. But what makes sense to me is if, if a deer can wander through an area and have stuff touching its ribs, touching it on both sides of its body, it's probably pretty secure and it could eat at any time of the day. But if you see a patch of red brush out in the middle of a picked field, you know, on the edge of a picked field, chances of deer eating there during the day when it's warmer temperatures like it has been are not very high. So this is almost a common sense thing. Josh Osborne is commenting, red oaks won't germinate till the spring, white oaks germinate when they hit soil. They do. He's correct. Like all the the white oak acorns that hit my yard from the neighbor's trees started growing. They started throwing roots in the dirt as soon as we got just a little bit of rain on them. And, And they're they're going to be, I'm going to have little oak trees all over my yard. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It rains in your neighborhood. When there's acorns, yeah. like it's unbelievable. It's crazy. <clears throat> uh, but like to his point, red oaks are going to stay on the ground, not germinate. So they're a food source. And whatever gets missed by the turkeys and the deer and the raccoons, because the raccoons gobble them up too. Um, those will maybe mm-hmm. get lucky and make it into a tree next year. Um, I relate a lot of late season stuff to all the shed stuff like we were talking about before and like just the fact that this year we found four sheds in that piece that I've been hunting mm-hmm. is awesome for late season for me because it tells me that they live like they stay there they, they, stay dropped. There. they, they dropped that, them yeah, yeah. There's, there's enough there. there's enough food in there so yep. there's enough red brush yep they're finding enough green grass even under the snow we just get a little bit of dusting of snow they can push that snow away and get to the green that stuff that buck growing. that I hit with the muzzle loader 
out into the grassy marsh stuff was on that little transition edge of grass. And when we trailed them, it came down towards some lower brush and there was all that green grass on the edge and the lower stuff. You could just see where they were just mm-hmm. eating all of it. So yeah. Just like he said, that's exactly what be very observant They're, and aware of your It's just being, a, it's being observant and just when you're taking a walk, maybe slow down, slow down yeah. and just look at, look at things. You see a worn spot in the grass. It's a trail. Slow down and look at it, you know, fold the grass over, take a look. I know it's getting a little weird for you, but. Uh, I, have a, I have a caller. Okay. But they don't, I'm interrupting you because there's a caller waiting. I can't see who it is. All I can clearly read is Derek is a sexy beast. So you're live. What's up, Brian? What up, Derek? How we doing, bud? (laughs) (laughs) You knew. Sexy and you know it. All right. Oh, you got me and my me and my my boys are out here listening to the show in the living room. Sorry for swearing so much. Now I feel bad. Oh, they're. Oh, I don't care. They can't talk any. They're really small (laughs) earmuffs. Yeah. Hey, congrats on number two, and uh, congrats on the awesome muzzleloader buck. Thank you. Thank you. It was almost an accident the way it happened. Oh, I like it like that. Call those happy. The the kid or the buck? (laughs) What are you talking about here? Both. (laughs) So someone tripped and fell. Because in Illinois, you can only get one muzzleloader tag. It's only a three-day hunt. So I had three does literally underneath me and I was trying to do some tree stand gymnastics to just pop one of the does because I hadn't killed anything at all this year yet. And I popped a cap and the gun didn't go off and they all ran away. And then two hours later at last light, I popped that deer. So did you just put in a new primer or did you put in a full, full new load? I just put it, I just got a paper clip out of my pocket, dug the uh, gunk out of the plug and then added a new primer. Wow. I shoot standard, I shoot old triple F black powder and maxi balls, homemade maxi balls. I don't shoot like store-bought stuff. Cool. Wow. That's awesome. Very cool, man. How far yeah. was the shot? Oh, like 40 yards. Perfect. Good for you, dude. Congrats. Yeah, I I thought it was gut shot at first because I didn't, you know, the blood trail was sketchy. And then went back the next day and gutted him, and I center punched his left lung and his uh, liver. No guts, no other lung, no opposite lung. Just it took him too long to die. Yeah, muzzle loaders. And I had to go to work that night, so I had to. Yeah. Muzzle loaders in general. So I had to come back the next day, and I found him in 10 minutes. That's perfect. Good. Blood trails and muzzleloaders don't typically go great together from what I've heard and seen, but I don't know, even must be even harder with a ball instead of an expanding sabot. I would imagine that's not great for blood. No, trail. it's a, it's a, it's a maxi ball, not a round ball. It's a. Elaborate on that one. We, we're, yeah, we're on, yeah, I see Greg okay. make that face. This is exciting. A, Educate us. Well, I mean, I've seen. It's a, uh, it's a it's a homemade mold essentially oh, that's okay cool. and hold on one second i'm gonna, I'm gonna text derek a picture if I, type, if I type in maxi ball on the internet i'm not gonna Ma- find no weird no it came up as soon as i started typing in maxi ball it said maxi ball with mold. that or without 
So there it is. Okay. It almost looks like a 177 caliber uh, pellet <laughs> yeah. out of a pellet rifle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll share my screen for That's interesting. Watching. Yeah, and then you um, just put, you put uh, um, more butter in the grooves. Yep. And... Uh, yeah, that's pretty simple. I mean, we have a I have a homemade mold of the maxi ball. So me and my grandpa used to just melt down all this, a bunch of scrap Dude, lead. That's like some. That's like some. And then make Gibson. our own bullets. That's sure. That's really cool. So how dirty is that thing when you take a shot after it? I got to imagine with having to put uh, ball butter in it and everything. Yep, that's it. That's like some Mel Gibson um, shit from uh, the Patriot. Rough. Yeah, yeah. I imagine with that much boar butter and then your black powder, like the actual powder, that sucker's got to get cool. Yeah. Yeah, Triple F Go X black powder. Well, hey, it did the job. They don't even make anymore, I don't think. Sure. It did the job, my friend. Yeah, and it, you know, the gun shoots well. It's an old, It's my grandpa bought it for 100 bucks out of the uh, Cabela's catalog like years ago. We got a bunch of flint locks too that are. Um, that we hunt with. My grandpa was a sniper in the army, so he huh. you never used to let us hunt with anything but one shot flintlocks. That's really cool. one shot, one kill, huh? Jeez, that's awesome, man. Greg, what's yeah, that? What's he, that uh... He's eighty six, and he's only missed he's only missed three deer in his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet he remembers all three of them, and he gets pissed off every time he thinks about it. <laughs> every time he th- every time he. Th- Exactly. <laughs> don't remind him. <laughs> they don't make them like that anymore. Oh, no. Jeez. That's no, they cool. don't. That's pretty cool. Very cool, man. He thought he was cheating when he started using speed loaders. <laughs> that's, that's, a hell, that's a hell of a mindset right there. That's yeah. cool that you're carrying on the tradition with like making, you know, your own molds and stuff. That's you that's know, great. It Born really reminds line. me of yeah. that movie well, The right Patriot now, where they're right now I'm just I'm just right? using our stash that we've still got because I mean we got 58s, 54s, 50s, 45s, 32. We got all, because he used to elk hunt with a 58. And then he would deer hunt with a 54. And then uh, William, he's trying to throw his medicine ball into the Christmas tree. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mine's been shot putting stuff in ours. And, uh, yeah, and uh, so we got all the different muzzleloader calibers, and we he's got all the different molds. So I'm just operating off of the old uh, stash because hell, I he, I don't shoot nearly as much as he used to. So we got a whole bunch of stockpiled. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I like muzzleloaders just because they shoot farther. I can't my vision sucks, so I can't really shoot that far with my you know Mossberg 500. Yeah, yeah. I think given the choice, I would rather. Take a muzzle loader to a shotgun state. 100%. You know, especially if you got all the confidence in the world of making a long distance shot. I mean, some of these, yeah. some of these uh, newer muzzle well, loaders. Well, long distance for me is 100, 100 yards. Well, and even still, I mean, that, there's something to be said about that, too. You know, it's a primitive weapon. And if you're hunting with a primitive weapon, like a bow or a muzzle loader, closer is always better. Like, yeah, just because you can but, shoot, you know, yeah. like, you know, you got campaigns out there. Lobbing arrows at 100 yards as his daily practice, whatever. That's neat. Crossbows can do that. Like, meet your next rifle. Well, it all makes that you shit. better at, at lower, di- at shorter distance. But at shorter distance, you're, then you're damn good, right? The goal is not to, I don't, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I certainly hope the goal wouldn't be to, I'm going to kill at that range. Oh, there's I, guys that do. That do, but yeah, that's, that do that's the problem. They is that, want that's to. the inherent I message. That. I should, 
think that it's the the opposite of that. Like, practice out that far, so when something's close, you're where you need to be. Should it should but. really be half the distance, right? You practice out to a hundred. Fifty would be like a max. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. In my eyes, it would be like fifty percent. With a less. bow, dude. Fifteen to twenty. Thirty is my thirty is my personal max. I. I, that's that's probably the wisest number for everyone mm-hmm. for me, and I doesn't mean I probably couldn't shoot further and more like accurately, but that's not. It just I lowers the percentage, right? Like, right. Yeah. and you, we don't yeah. want to wound stuff. So, like, even if you can do it fifteen percent of the time, that, that's a pretty big percentage of opportunity to wound or injure. Or, yeah, sucks. Anyway, no. yeah, I, I know people that they shoot they they shoot at animals at distances farther than I can see with the naked eye. So. <laughs> Yeah, that really, that really doesn't tickle mine. It doesn't impress me much. Oh, that's no. a, that's a Shania Twang song. This <laughs> just happened. How did that get into my brain? <laughs> oh man! If I had the sound effect for that right Can now, you tell I, I, I did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> you sound just like ESP her. man. He really did. I mean, pulled it off beautifully. <laughs> but yeah, the the deer scored one twenty four, but he had twenty four inch spread. That's cool. Wow, twenty four. Because that that I can relate to that. Uh, not relate, but I can, I can, I can understand how damn big that is because this one's twenty three something yeah. change. So that's that's a hell of a spread. Well, I think, well technically, I think mine was twenty twenty three and seven eight. So I'm giving myself an eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't we all? Still, no. Don't but, we all? At, at, at a quick yeah. glance, it's, it's but, two uh, foot wide, and it's uh, but, who isn't shooting at that? Yeah, for uh, with a steel tape, I measured it. The night after, and it was one twenty-four and six ace. Cool, man. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Good for you, so, Brian. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I, he looked bigger when I shot him, but then I realized he had, you know, he had missing a brow tine. You know, his I don't know if he had got something happened, but one of his tines was like the last couple inches was black, and it was broke off probably in velvet. Hmm. And uh, so he was missing some some inches in different places like aren't we all but <laughs> oh, that was well said in time let me tell you but yeah he he, he was all right my cousin wasn't was uh told said he's just happy he doesn't have to hear me cry anymore <laughs> and my wife says the same that's great that's great hey good job my making your uh... just <clears throat> what's that no i was saying good job making your minimal time in the woods count yeah Oh, I know. We talked on my birthday um, two months, two and a half months ago when I was, you know, seven beers deep in the driveway. I thought that's what was happening here, but and, I wasn't uh, sure. But now I know. I was, and I'm happier I was, here. Yeah, and I, and I was all sad about it. Now it's all better. <laughs> you're, in the, you're in the driveway. I'm pushing the stroller. I'm seven <laughs> beers deep. It's my birthday. Rocking one baby with the foot, yeah. pushing the stroller. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, was, that was unforgettable. Episode. Yeah, that was, yep. I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah, I I probably said a lot of I said a lot of f words on accident. I say them on purpose. <laughs> on your, your family family friendly live show. It's not family friendly. It's for families, but we're not that friendly. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the families well, that understand it's okayest that. Okayest at best. Yeah, yeah right. you know That's that. Right. Damn right. Damn right. For the families that know not to say the swear words, but they know what they are. Hear them. Don't say them. Yeah. Right. The same for virgin ears. Right. I'm a. Yeah, I'm a. 
I'm a street cop, so it just kind of rolls off the tongue in colloquial <laughs> language. <laughs> Got to fit in with the locals. Hey, right. You there, bear fucker. Yeah. <laughs> you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah, for 20 bucks, I'll call the guy a chicken fucker. <laughs> Farva hit the radio. How fast were you going, meow? <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks oh, for calling man. in. Yeah, uh, well, I'm not sure that you're totally yeah, sober, no but problem. appreciate the call. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, I just also want to say uh, I love you, Derek, and you're supremely talented. Oh, I appreciate that, my man. Sexy beast. Yep, and I'll catch you guys on the next one. Awesome. Buddy. Sounds good. Thanks, Brian. Talk to you later. See you. So just, just so we're clear there, the talent he's talking about has nothing to do with sexy anything. <laughs> um, I'm making a drawing for him of his wife and newborn baby. So, Which is very beautiful. It's a, it's a Are you going to go down there and he, is he going to swaddle you and cuddle you like a teddy bear? Uh, br- this, this Brian, this, this, this Brian, could this do Brian that. is a pretty big Brian. He's a big, he's he's a big, big fella. Guy. He's a big he's guy. He's a big fella. That could be his little teddy bear. <laughs> cuddle bear. <laughs> no. Good to hear that a new father of two little guys still getting out in the woods and mm-hmm. had some success. So that's pretty cool. Well, and you guys are doing it too. I mean, you family of three, family of two, very busy, a lot going on. It's, I'm not saying it's I regret my do. choices. And I'm not talking about having the kids. I'm <laughs> <laughs> talking about going on. <laughs> you just wait clear. until they're teenagers, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not one to wish these years away, but no. it's a lot. It's a lot. My back is busted, and my kids like, you know, doing a warrior cry, jumping off the couch out of my back. I'm like, don't do it! Ah! <laughs> I've been like, so I've had like this weird, you know, my left shoulder blade I've been having issues with for a long time in my back. It just gives me issues. It comes know? and goes. It comes and goes, and it has to do with how I sleep. And like the last Always. month, I'm like, why has it been like, it's been good for a while. Why is it hurting me? I'm not hunting as much bow, anymore. You're not shooting a bow as much. I'm not shooting a bow as much. Well, my daughter's also been like, we've been confined to the indoors more. So we have high ceilings in the living room. I was going to throw her up and catch oh, her all the time. No. So I'm launching her up like 30 times a day. I'm like, well, that, no shit, that's yeah. where it's coming from. Like I'm <laughs> throwing my shoulder stuff. out here, launching her in the air, up and down, up and down. Yeah, things you do for your daughter. Oh, well, you know what? I'm not going to stop either. Stay nice and spry. That was a fun call. 24 inches wide. Yeah, I should, I should find a picture for you there. It's pretty cool. And then obviously his cousin, Brian... The other Brian the other from Brian, Illinois yeah. who mm-hmm. whacked the big giant booner last year. Good shot sit, good sit mobile. Good sit mobile, Brian. Mm-hmm. Awesome products. Check him out. And they have the same name. Cousins. I was like, hold the fuck up. Cousins. On. We got I was like, we got some other shit to air out here real quick. Yeah, cousins. Okay, makes more sense. Could be brothers though. It's in Illinois. So brothers. Whoa, cousins, that um, ain't the state. Whoa, 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 whoa. Greg, what's that? What's that uh muzzleloader brand you were talking about that's like modern or something? Woodman Arms. What's, is one, and then like, apparently CVA makes some with some pretty interesting What's the deal with on them, but. that? What, what makes them modern while um, still being true to being, you know, What makes them modern? Uh, what was the word so, you said? You didn't say archaic. You said um, primitive. Well, I mean, they're all still considered a primitive weapon because you get one chance. Oh, you get one that. shot. Oh, yeah. What do you got there? That's oh, Brian. Yeah. Yep. He's a Brian. big guy. He's, yeah, he's wide that. buck. Mm-hmm. He's a football player, I think. Dude, okay. I think Division One, yeah. Illinois State, cool. Western <laughs> Illinois. He's gonna. That was like when Chad Sylvester came here, and I was like, "You are large." <laughs> <laughs> and what does he turn around and say to me? Well, you're bigger than I thought. Well, thanks. Well, I no one ever met anybody. Yeah. I don't know. 
No, but getting back to it, so our our buddy Kevin Vistason, Deer Hunter Podcast, um, he's been talking to me about Woodman Arms. So I looked at him, and the CBA that Bo borrowed me, and maybe your gun too. I didn't really look close at CBA your gun. What, is a brand. What, what gun are you shooting? Oh, God. is it a CBA? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, uh, I don't, I want to say it's an Optima. Or I okay, don't, I don't but either way, you have to pull back a hammer in order for it to be able to shoot it. That's that the safety. Good. Yeah, it's good. It's safe. You, you can walk around with it. Primer's in. Your powder's in. Your your bullet and sabot are in. But this gun does not shoot a sabot round. It, it's it got a very tight tolerance barrel. You're usually shooting like a cupped bullet. So it's a, a CVA. Or CVA is very uh, notorious for a 50 cal, right? Um, it's a big round. This, it is a big round. The forty, the Woodman, you can get it in a fifty, but they they really push you towards buying a forty-five caliber. Mm-hmm. And the reason they do is you get a couple hundred feet per second more of velocity out of it, two hundred and fifty grain round. Um, it shoots a cupped bullet, so you run a Buckhorn two hundred nine, I think. It looks di- behind a it. bit different than that thing we just had on the screen a minute ago. I would imagine. Yeah, but no, but. The part that's one thing that makes it more modern, sort of, not really, because you know, the old school ones you put powder down, you put a patch down, you put a ball down. No patch here, to my knowledge. I don't know, I'm not a muzzle loader guy, but just listening and doing some research, you put your buckhorn, buckhorn 209 charge in there, 100 to 120 uh, grains or whatever, a powder, and then you push the cupped bullet down there, a 45 caliber, 250 grain bullet. Um, that's it. You don't have a Sabbath. You don't have a, a patch or any of that stuff. And, uh, you're getting, I don't know, up to 2,400 or 2,200 feet per second out of that's that. impressive. Thing. Yeah. Uh, short barrel. It is a very tight tolerance barrel. So you can really, um, you put a good spin on the bullet and it's very accurate almost out to 200 yards. That's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. 24-inch barrel. I just hear muzzle loader, and I think, that's old as shit. Right, <laughs> you know? but the part, I guess, t- to finish that off, it doesn't have a hammer on it. It's actually got a, uh, a safety. Like a push safety yep. by the trigger? Across bolt safety. Well, I mean, I understand the concept on a regular gun, but why? Like, wouldn't that like, well, get away tell with you. the... I'll He's tell you why. Yeah, so, I'll tell you next. Yeah, so one... You got to have a He-Man thumb to pull to pull the hammer back. I really like if this. I really like the, if the phrase "pull the hammer back." You have to pull the hammer back. But if you, I want to pull if you the hear hammer back. A deer cracking in the brush already. You're almost going to be too late by the time you you get the gun up, pull the hammer back, and then get your finger in the trigger guard. Try to swing, and if you're lucky and you have a scope on there. Or maybe you're not lucky and you is have a scope a, on a, there. Is it loud when you pull the hammer back? Doesn't yes. matter. It does. Yeah, I mean, it well, doesn't I mean, matter at that point because if you're if wondering. you're walking, if you're walking and you're sh- trying to shoot at a running deer, it doesn't matter well, what, what kind of noise. No, but, but if you're but if you're but if you're in a stand and a deer's fifteen stand, yards and you're trying that's to absolutely click that audible. back, it's very loud. Uh, absolutely yeah. audible. But on top of that, you probably have about a twelve to fifteen pound trigger pull. It's a pretty gnarly trigger pull on some of those guns. Sure. So I can't say because I never shot one. Is like, but the claim to fame with the Woodman Arms yep. gun, 
is it's got a pretty sweet trigger. It's like three and a half, four pounds of pull, which is like shooting my deer rifle. You take the safety off. It's quiet. You pull the trigger. <laughs> it doesn't, you're not creeping and creeping and creeping on that thing. And all of a sudden you, you got a yank on it. When you get a pull on a heavy trigger, it throws your aim point off. It always does. And one thing we both noticed and we're, you know, whining over worms here, little stuff. Right. But fly shit and chili is but both the one calls it. <laughs> but both the uh the one that you borrowed from Bo mm-hmm. and mine with the scope mount being on the, it's so tight the hammer, hammer sticks up. I cannot get my thumb in between my yeah, scope and I got my a, hammer. I gotta, I gotta like weasel it in thumb. from the side. Yeah. And luckily, though, a lot of those hammers have that that sidebar that kicks yeah. off. Would you side. almost Would you guys that. argue that like the hammer is part of the challenge and the the heavyweight poundage on the trigger pull is part of what makes muzzleloader muzzleloader? Is that it? You're looking for this increase, not that you're looking for, it, but like that's part of the nature of it, isn't it? One shot, all these mechanical moving pieces. Y- yes and no. I mean, if you're a purist and you like things harder for yourself, sure. But if you're you're well, looking at this going, I want to buy the best muzzle loader possible yeah i want everything to be as smooth as butter i want everything to work great flawlessly as possible without having to fight with something why would you fight with something because that's that's our that's our mindset but here's the here's the no no our there's a collective (laughs) hunting mindset about i'm gonna bridge the gap there's a spectrum of like you start to cross lines when shit gets too easy right Mm -hmm. and then suddenly you're cheating yeah his grandpa was talking about mm-hmm. yeah. Brian's, Brian's grandpa is like, well, I feel like I'm cheating now. I'm saying, why do we do that to ourselves? Why are we drawing invisible lines in our brains about what? Well, but here's the thing. Or not. The modern right. muzzle loader, like what he's, what we're start, our starting point in this conversation is an inline 50 caliber. Yep. Inline meaning you can pull the breech plug out. It's all in line. That is a cheat based on what an old muzzle loader is. Sure. Cause you're like a flint so, lock, yeah. you know, like. This is already okay. a cheat, so it's already advanced, we're right? We're already cheating. So, like, it's down the line, so, like... We're already late. We're already cheating the <laughs> shit out of this. The muzzle loaders, Scott, the guy we went with, shot one at 265 yards with the muzzle loader. That's wild. Like, that's impressive as hell. But at the same rate, that's not the idea that's of what muzzle loader correct. season was meant right. to be, right? Like, yes, it's still single shot. Yeah, shit can go wrong. Your powder can get damp. It's, you know... But the, the capability is there. Yeah, like if you want to challenge, someone's like, let's make people this still flintlock hunt, and that's sure. freaking cool. Yeah, like I think that'd be amazing to go out with a flintlock and try to take a deer. That'd be so. I, it would cool. be awesome. That's like the, the only, that's like the recurve so cool. versus the compound, in, right? In, at least the in the gun idea. realm, you know, right? it's the same. Idea. There are things with flintlocks like hang fires, you know, and you, the old saying goes, "Keep your powder dry." That's where that came from. Mm-hmm. You got to keep powder dry, otherwise you're gonna have it all caked up and wadding in there and it'll That's hang. That's why people and, put a little uh, scotch tape over the end of the barrel. You know, yeah, and, they, and they do this and they enter the bourbon thing. Right. <laughs> we got a caller. I oh. can't, I can't read. I think, I think it's John. Hey, you're live on the podcast. Who do we got? This is John. Hey, John, where are you calling from? Uh, Southern Minnesota. Cool. What do you got going Shot- on? Shotgun country. Yeah, yes. yeah, jump in the conversation. So what here, do you, John? what do you what do you think? Are you <laughs> taking a shotgun or are you taking a muzzle loader that's super accurate? What's your what's your feeling? Oh, uh, you know, I muzzle loader, I gotta agree. Uh Modern. I got a Mossberg five hundred that Basically was bringing a rifle to a involved shotgun, in right? the story I've got I've got for you tonight. But yeah, I I think the muzzle loader is a choice. I would 
I think I would. I'm there with you. If if I'm proficient with a muzzle loader that's as accurate as my deer rifle, or even more accurate, I'm going that route. We got oh, another yeah, caller behind sure. you, but we're happy to hear your story. So yeah, let's hear it. I'm not going to rush you, but I'm going to play a little yeah. bit. Sure. No. Well, first, cheers. Cheers, uh, man. Join some Johnny Black. There hey, <laughs> Adam boy. <laughs> yeah. Priority. So anyway. I had a okayist. I'll move the story along. I had an okayist uh, successful hunt uh, for firearms slug season this year. Hell yeah! Uh, I'm a late season or no? I'm not in the late season. Late onset sort of uh, hunter. I've hunted uh, since I was a kid, but we lost our access. I don't know, 15 years ago, to our our hunting ground here, where it's just you know it's almost all private ground around here because it's you know we're mostly ag. So uh, we got access again this year, and uh, the property that we hunt is 40 acres. It's a skinny 40, so it's, uh, you know, it's longer east and west than it is north and south, and it's got a creek running through it, and part of that ground is uh, the, the low end of, the gr- of that creek is adjacent to an old gravel pit, which is about, I don't know, three to five acres. Makes a damn yeah, good of course funnel. That, yeah, it's a great doe bedding spot. And, of course, you know, the bucks pending wind will, will cruise it. Um, and, of course, they'll cruise that whole creek bottom, you know, from the neighbors to the west, uh, past us, into the main river uh, that's just on the neighboring property to the east. But anyway... This uh, part of that property in that, in that gravel pit in that doe bedding area is we've got a, a ground blind set up there. And I actually uh, shot a button buck, which was my first deer in, I don't know, 15 years. My oh, second oh, buck yeah. ever. Congrats. Uh, which I guess if you want to count, count it or not. but <laughs> Yeah, you said the word buck. It counts. <laughs> Works for us. Well, I don't know what else. Yeah, right. yeah, like, what's... It had the gilded yeah, wearing tackle that's, underneath, that's... so it counts. <laughs> Yeah, it counts. Yeah, no, we're I'm, we're more than happy to put it in the sausage. Damn right. So, uh, but that anyway, got one with my cro- got that one with the crossbow early season, and then uh, the the story is is firearm season. Um, you know, it's an old sand pit, right? Well, they don't exactly like make those nice when they're <laughs> when they're done getting no, they the material just, out of them. No, they just kind of leave things lay wherever and vacate. Yeah, so it's. Yeah, so it's it's you know it's next to the river, so it floods in the spring, and it's great for the ducks. But you know, there's these random ridges that run through it that are like, you know, 45 degrees up and down, and 12 foot tall and whatever. And uh, so we're I'm, it's the last morning of of firearm season here, and I'm sitting in the line that I killed that button buck out of, and I see two does coming across the field. Yeah, uh, from you know, kind of parallel in the creek, and they and they come into the, the that sand pit. So I'm getting ready, and I'm sitting in my blind, and uh, they come up out of the bottom, and they're standing on one of these ridges, and it's you know from there may be a few feet above me, but it's as I'm looking out of the ground blind, I'm facing the main windows, but then the angle that they're at is I have to like you know like lean back and point the gun out of one of the side windows. Okay. So here I am in my blind chair. Go ahead. I'm oh, just saying okay and agreeing. Sorry, I'll shut up. 
so here I am like leaning back, like, like you guys talk about, you know, trying to wing around a tree in your saddles on your offhand side, mm-hmm. leaning back, pointing the, the Mossberg 500 out the, out the side window, trying to squeeze this one off and I shoot and, uh, nothing happens. Deer standing there, two deer that I saw coming in were standing there, didn't move. Okay. Shoot again, shoot again. Uh, Nothing really happens. I see two deer bolting out of the sandpit across the field. I think I missed, right? And uh, so I like, just get out of the blind, like, do my duty, go over there and look and see what's going on. And what do I find? Blood. Oh, all right. Well, what a happy great. surprise. Okay. <laughs> take it. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Good for me. You take it, right? So I take like 10 more steps. And as I'm, as I'm walking along this ridge where these deer were, you know, it's 45 degrees up and down both sides. You know, it's like a two-foot top. Take 10 more steps. I look down on the side. Here's a doe laying six feet below my feet, upside down, wedged up against a bush that's, of course, growing vertical out of this sandpit wall. Oh, Looking at me, going, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> And I look at her, and there's blood, and I'm like, "What the hell?" <laughs> well, there's, I, I hit her in the in the pelvis or in the back leg, okay. and basically knocked her off of the ledge, flipped her upside down, and she got wedged next to this bush and couldn't get up and run away. <laughs> so anyway, I dispatched her. Said. Thank you, dear. You're a good girl. We appreciate you. And uh, yeah. but anyway, very okayest moment <laughs> in my hunting career. You kind of well, you kind of <clears throat> caught a deer. Yeah, you, kinda, you did. You <laughs> caught in a the deer. man-made yeah. trap. <laughs> Catch any this weekend? There you got your answer for Jeez. all the. Uh... That's a that would be a hell of a scene to walk up on. Well, good thing you went and checked for blood. That's the thing, right? Like yeah. you, you think you miss rule of thumb. Always, always, always check. Go always, look. always, always. Yeah. So good job on that. Congrats. Yeah. Congrats. And, Oh, thank you. But yeah, anyway, it was a great, uh, I had a great season coming back into deer hunting after a long time. And well, welcome back, man. Thought welcome I'd share. Back uh, the, awesome. Back to deer yeah, camp. Appreciate yeah, we... it. No, enjoy your guys' content. Just kind of found you a few months ago. Uh, ordered a hat. Um, but yeah. Hopefully you awesome. got it. Thank you. Good time. <laughs> it's busy <laughs> around here. So yeah. yeah. Thanks for the order and thanks for following along and thanks yeah, for the thank call. Thank you. Good to hear from you. Yeah. Congrats, good talking, man. buddy. You bet. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, we'll do one more, and then uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll call it a night, fellas. Who do we got? Who do we got? Oh, it's our buddy Rick the pheasant. Rick the pheasant. Oh, did I say pheasant? Do I do that every time? <laughs> I just think I like that better, Rick. How do I do it? Where is he? Oh, here he is. Hey, <laughs> sorry, Rick. You're live now. Hi. I don't know. Hey, Rick. Wrong I've got two. Hi. <laughs> I've got two late season close calls last year that I can tell you about archery season. All right, let's hear them. Yeah, I'll tell you the first one, and then you you can tell me whether you want to hear the second one. <laughs> <laughs> but the um, the first one was the coldest day of the year last year. It might have even been the coldest day for all winter. I don't know. And uh, it was snowing all, all the night before, and windy. You know, thirty mile an hour winds. And I had bought one of these Sitka jackets on eBay and a stink bed. 
it's supposed to be this warm jacket, you know. I thought, oh, I'm going to test this jacket out. I went to uh, the public land where I know there's an uh, alfalfa field rather close by, and there's been tracks coming out of the out of the swamp going to that field. So I went to the back side of it, and I snuck in so that the wind was kind of crossing. And I thought, well, I'm, I, I, I just started doing this mobile tree stand thing. You know, I had, had it on my back. I thought, well, I'm going to go in kind of late so I don't have to sit in the cold too long. I gave myself maybe 45 minutes to find a tree and set up and then an hour to hunt. And I go walking in and, um, oh, I found two really good trails, very close together, like within 10 yards of each other. And they kind of all seemed like a whole lot of other trails came in too to this one little area. And I picked out this maple tree that had grown a bunch of different stems and it was it was cut and it was like it was coppiced and there's like 10 trees growing out of the stump and right in the middle there's this one little one that's straight so oh that looks pretty nice and they had all this cover of these big trees around me so I got into that tree and it wasn't even 10 minutes later that after I got set up and I, I take a camera with me and I had a camera arm I do all that stuff too you know and uh, not even 10 minutes and it's like Something, something's moving right below my feet. And I look down and there's a doe. And as I look down at her, she looks up at me. I could have jumped on her. She was that close to me. And I was only like eight, eight feet in the tree, you know. And uh, so she runs off. I grab the bowl just in case, you know, she would stop in, in uh, close enough. And just like that, the fawn pops in my view to my to my left and here i'm kind of facing right now because i'm wanting to get a shot at that doll well then the fawn sees me it jumps a few times and it actually did stop for like a couple seconds at 15 yards where i could have got an arrow through but um, she bounded off before i could even kind of move that in that direction and now I'm thinking that's it. You know, I, I lost my chance. I'm going to get a view of this of these two deer because it's actually it was a nice look because you could see these brown deer and all this white snow, you know, and the blizzard going on around you. So I wanted to get that shot, and uh, I'm trying to get this camera pointing that direction. I finally do, and then there's another deer. Now it was in my line of, of shooting to my right. And it was less than 10 yards from me. And it's busy looking at probably its mother, you know, it was probably a yearling from last year for this old doe, looking over there instead of looking at me. And now I got this camera in my hand and I can't, you know, I'm, I'm trying to put the camera down and do all this. Well, then it sees me moving and it runs off. So that's the close call. That sounds like last week's episode of Missed Opportunities. That's the way it goes, right? It is. Every time, you mess around, every time you're messing around with that stupid camera, and that's my reserve for messing around, because I've gotten busted moving. I almost didn't moving. get this guy for that reason. I was like, I'm I was messing around down. moving. Uh, I, I missed a doe this year. I was trying to get it on camera and making sure everything's turned on. Yeah. Oh, quick, I better hurry up and take the shot before she's gone. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I tried threading the needle, and it didn't work. So cameras can really be very frustrating and cost you stuff. That's it's also really rewarding if you get yeah, it. If you so get it on. Like, yeah, it's a give and take. It's great. Yeah, so good for you, Rick, for uh, doing the mobile hunting, bringing the camera arm. We've done it. It's 
It's a lot of work. It it's is a lot, a lot of work. extra. Yeah, it sure. is a lot of extra. It's also hard to bring a whole camera guy with you. <laughs> <laughs> then you got to worry about us. That's a whole other thing. Having another human being that, you know, they make noise. They're not even, they're oblivious to it because maybe they don't whitetail hunt like you do, you know. Um, scent. You know, yeah, comes all, comes all in. Of it, all of it. You gotta, comes you gotta in, think about you another deodorant. Yep. You know, you just got to play the win with that you, person too. Yeah, you, you gotta, do your best. You got to hunt for two people. Then mm-hmm. it's like when your wife's got to eat for two people. It's not the same thing at all. It didn't make any damn sense. <laughs> no, not at <laughs> all. The, shut the hell up, Eric. Even though it was still an exciting hunt, have a deer that close. To oh, it's always great. Anytime you got three one that them. close, three of them, three of my even better. My first, my first ever deer hunt. Was in the Nicolay National Forest, the Shawamigan, Wisconsin. Shawamigan, whatever. I'll Shawamigan you. Anyway, uh, go with my dad and and his buddies from high school, or stand at a timeshare up there, uh, Nicolay Shores. Beautiful property, like or I don't know, it's like a hotel, it's a pool and a hot tub, and it's all really nice. At least back then it was. I thought it was. And and we get out in the in the woods, and I see and hear nothing, zero. And then we we move spots, and I get to the spot. And I set up off the road, like typical OKS hunter kid. And I got a shotgun, and uh, it's way too big for me. I don't know, whatever. So I get in this tree, I get all set up, and I'm, I'm sure enough, a doe comes by, and she goes right, she crossed the road right under my tree. And I'm like, this is the first deer I've ever seen in the wild in my life with a gun in my hand, ever. Oh. And so I, what do I do? She's so close that I don't even know where to point the freaking gun. I'm like, what do I do, shoot her in the back? Like, what do you do with this? I didn't know what to do at all. So I, the, the next best thing is I get on the walkie-talkie. Dad, there's a doe right under me. <laughs> and at this point, my heart's out of my chest. So I'm like, probably talking a million miles a minute. Yeah. Dad, 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 freaking out. And he's like, gets back on the walkie-talkie. Slow down. I can't hear you. <laughs> I don't understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. What's happening? There's a deer. He's like, Put the walkie-talkie down and shoot it. And by that time, she she pranced off. and But he came over my tree. He's like, Looks at the tracks. He's oh yeah, she was right under your tree, and I was like, yeah, it was pretty exciting, <laughs> and that was it. I could have shot it, and I didn't even understand what to do. I was so freaked out and jacked up about it all. It's like the scene from Talladega Nights. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Yeah, I'm gonna crawl over you like I'm Spider Monkey. <laughs> yeah. To uh to Rick's point there, hunting the cold day. As you said, that was one of the coldest days of the winter. Um, I think it was. Not last season, the season before, I was just trying to kill a doe with my bow. Yeah. Like, I had gone all season, not killed anything, and I was like, I just need some meat for the freezer. And I was doing some late season hunting. We had some cold weather roll in. And, and it snow. It seemed like no matter, yeah, and there was lots of, lot snow, of snow, and it was cold. And it seemed like no matter what time I went in or how early I thought, every time I got to the area, there was deer standing close by. And, like, a couple times I got in there without them seeing me. I got to like set up, but they were already up, you know, on those cold days, they're like milling around and I'm trying to hunt close to the bedding. So they're already up feeding. Right. And it's just like, you don't have a lot of time on the cold days. The good days, you better get in there early unless you're at like a destination farther away from where they're bedding, but they're moving early. Yeah. Someone Hunter Hayden just said, hey, I've said Nick Shores. It's a great spot. I really loved it. What town is that in? Uh, I think it's Phelps. Phelps? I think. Yeah. Nice. I could be wrong. Crivets. Maybe it's Crivets. I get confused it's not about crivets. It might be. Hey, Hunter. Why hey, there's, I... there's a Peshigo native right there. Shout out Hunter Madden. Nice. Nicolay Shores. 
Wisconsin. Let me see where that is. I'm just going to take a quick look. Nicholas Shores Resort is in Phelps, Wisconsin. There you go. Not Further north. Looks like a pretty neat place still. But probably, I'm, I don't, we, I think I don't know if it was Phelps or Cribbits my dad and I went to. We stayed at a motel once, uh, which was very different than the Nicolay National Shores or whatever it's called, Nicolay Shores. And uh, you open the door, and on the inside of the door, there's a sign that says, You can now turn your clocks back 20 years. Welcome to Phelps or Cribbits, whatever <laughs> it was. And like nothing to change in that <laughs> hotel room or that motel room. It's pretty great. There's something about that kind of stuff, man, when you get up into that yep, type little of nostalgia. part of the world. Yeah. Well, um, Rick, maybe we maybe we'll save your story for the new year. Your next one. Okay. You, I, does that make you feel sad? Here. Are you good? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay. Are you, you'll make a few new ones between now and then. <laughs> yeah, maybe. yeah, and we enjoy you calling in. Oh, maybe. Yeah. We enjoy I'm you. Try. Good. Call in again, please. Oh, thank you. Well, cheers yes. and, and Merry Christmas, right. and Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, yeah, to all you people. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one, Rick. Have a good one, Rick. What a nice man. He's awesome. I like hearing from him. It was cool to hear a new caller call in too from Minnesota. Heck yeah. Had a few. I've been sending you guys a couple of notes. I don't send you guys enough of those. They, we got. We're getting more of them coming through the. That's uh, great. We got, That's actually, great. Um, I want to take us. I'll, I'll. I know we all got to go, and you guys got to drive. And I feel bad doing this kind of shit. But uh, my kids are already going to be in bed when I get home, so I'm going to watch this, guys. You guys are going to enjoy this. I'd say talk amongst yourself, but then I'll just interrupt you in four minutes. So just hold on. Where where is it? Where is it? Oh oh, it's in here somewhere. I'll find it. Come on. I have an email. This is why I hate emails um, from someone that uh, you got to remember who it is, and then you can hit the search. So but... from last week, I don't know because I don't know half the people. Um, his name is Kurt. So I'll read his email. Uh, good afternoon, men. Been listening to the show for a while now and would like to say that I'm really, uh, uh, really appreciate and agree with the message mi- and miss it. Oh, my God. Message, <laughs> message and mission that you guys share and you believe. You better wash that down with some more bush light. That's what I got to do. There you go. Here we go. Okay. I've been replaying uh, an opening morning gun season encounter over and over in my head and would like to share. Well, I had the most exhilarating opening day of my life. It was also the most confusing. It replays like this. 8 a.m., doe and a fun. Sounds like Rick's story. <laughs> a15, doe. 8.45, deer. Who knows what kind it was? I only saw the tail walk away at the end of my lane. Trail picture later. It was a spike. 10 a.m., a big body deer with a rack walks out in my lane. I shoot. Deer disappeared. Right where he was, a little, right where he was, it was a little low spot. So I figured I dropped him into the low spot behind the brush. 10.02, a buck runs away from just left of where I shot this deer and quarters away. 10.05, enter confusion. I take what's happening in my head, so I get out of my blind. No deer, no blood, no hair. Enter more confusion. (laughs) 10.10, I take a phone call from my uncle asking if I need help tracking. We agree. It would be good if he came over at 11. Uh, I would like to point out that we legally group hunt following all regulations. Good call out. Great. Five minutes later, uh, back in my stand. 10.20. Bang. I shoot a different buck. We got this one. 11 o'clock. Uncle comes to help look for the first deer to no avail. How is it I can shoot a deer at 90 yards exactly where I was aiming but miss one at 40 yards? Am I broken? Does this qualify as an OKS hunter moment? (laughs) Anyway, keep up the good work. 
Kurt. Awesome. Kurt? Great. Not Sorry. broken Not at broken. all. No, Completely that, standard. That's what we call shit happens. <laughs> yep. So uh, thanks for the story. Love so it. Happy love to it. We, so we have on our website, okshunter.com, there is a spot that says moments. A spot? What is wrong with me right now? There is a part, <laughs> a section, a page on our website called moments that you can submit your OKs Hunter stories and moments. We need to read these weekly. We have them. Or you can email us like Kurt did through our form post on our website. Or you can email us. I think it'd be a great little, little segue to the end of our show is to read a moment. I think it'd be awesome. Oh, that's a good idea, Greg. My idea was to make a book out of all these for Deer Camp every that year. That doesn't sound half bad either, a coffee right. table book. Make I don't know a how coffee to do that. table book about coffee tables. <laughs> <laughs> Is that from something? Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah, Seinfeld. It would be. That sounds uh, very accurate. Yeah, I like that show. 100%. should rewatch that one. And friends. So we'll leave you guys with Kurt's story, and uh, thanks for the calls that came in. Uh, Brian and Rick, appreciate you guys. And, and uh, oh, darn it, what's the other fellow's name that called in? That was John. You. John. John, thank you. Yep. Yeah, I could have figured it out. But John you guys from Minnesota. John drinking Johnny Walker. Land, mm. Was it called Land of the Lakes, right? Land of 10,000 Lakes. Land of the Lakes is northern Wisconsin. Yeah, by Land, River. Land of Lakes is north of Eagle Now River. I'm just thinking of that song by uh, Chris. No, who sings that one? Wagon Wheel? Well, the Land of the Pines. That's Darius Rucker. That John Denver's full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Let's uh, let's end it with some tunes. What do we? I don't know which one is this. Uh, Is this a song? I don't like that one. What the? (laughs) This is funner. That's not a word. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everybody. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year.